Omaha Supernova's postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Welcome back to Edition Arena, Orlando, Florida, Provago Federation action. The Supernovas find a way. This was gritty. This was gutty. This was all the things grinding. Uh, the Supernovas improved to five and three with a four-set win, three sets to one over the Valkyries. And Coach Renee Saunders next to me. Coach, what's the headline? I think Maggie Cartwright's the headline. I think she made a, a big impact in a really important set that we needed to win just for momentum and morale and all, all the things. And so her coming in and literally getting four kills off of six swings to start was a huge boost of confidence for the team. The other headline is brilliant move by Bird to switch her hitters in that um, four set and get Brooke Nunaviller back into the swing of things on the outside. And, and I think Betty, Betty kind of rises to the occasion, especially against the big block. So it was, it was fun. It was exactly how I hoped it would go, you know, and I loved how Maggie Cartwright came in and stepped up. It, it's big in that there were several reasons and opportunities for things not to go Omaha's way. And somehow, some way, players, different players step up, assume sometimes different roles than expected. But, yeah, the headline is Maggie Cartwright. Let's talk about what she brought to the table and how. How did she have the impact that, that, that she ended up having? I mean, she has fresh legs, right? She hasn't been – that was her pro debut as a rookie, 28 swings, 10 kills, one error, two blocks, 36% termination, 250 as a hitter, which was one of our better our better attackers. Our middles hit 380, and Tori hit 270, so middles were involved. But, like, I think – I think Maggie was just like, she brought like a spark of energy that they needed. You know, like they always talk about how we have this good balance of youth and experience. I think we need a little bit of youth in this game, a little bit of energy, a little bit of passion. And, and I felt like we were kind of like blah after the second set. And, and we turned around and we, we handled it fantastically. How much of this, and you want to give full credit to Maggie, right? The, one, to come in and to simply produce. Like, there are people who often get called who don't produce. Not only to produce, but let's go back that it took Coach Bird making that decision and spinning the wheel, going into her deck of cards and pulling the absolute joker in Maggie Cartwright. Nah. Look, give Coach Bird credit. That's a great decision. I think he pulled the ace in that one, actually. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean... I mean, it was a great decision. I know it was something like, you know, we, we did a walk and talk today back from the arena to the hotel, and Maggie was someone that she wanted to get on the floor today, and, and I was hoping for it, right, especially since her and Jill both played at Arkansas. But, but just the, you know, the energy she brings, the fresh legs she brings, knowing that Jess has, a, you know, Jess has had a lot of swings. You know, Jess is sounding French like Kendall, so I think she's got a little tough. cold going on there. Yeah, I think it's it just a, it's a it's, – it's a great decision, and it was finding the right time to make that decision. And she, she did it at the right time. Maggie provided the boost, and then everybody's level of play went up. How much of this can be attributed to you had seen Omaha as they existed? You didn't have that sort of current tape on Maggie Cartwright. If you're Orlando, you really, you haven't seen it. And so it's really like you do what you do, and you hope you do it right. 
But when they attack in a certain way with a certain player that you haven't schemed for, it's advantage to the opposition. Yep. Well done, right? Yep. I think the same thing kind of happened with Mayfield in Columbus, too. Like, she comes in and she makes a big impact because people hadn't really seen her playing on that outside pin. And so now there's film, right? Now there's footage. So you got to prepare. But, but at the same time, like, if I'm an opponent, like, you've got to prepare for all of our players because we've used so many different players at different times to do certain things, right? They all bring different things to the table. Picking which one to put in at the right time and then going from there is, is vital. And I think that that bird has done an exceptional job of, of, of making those decisions when the team needs them most. Even adding to it, it's that thing that you kind of premonitioned. Hey, big moment. Here comes big moment Briggs to get you the critical serve and finish in the set. Again, another opportunity for, for, for Coach Bird to make a decision and have it pay off. Oh, 100%. I mean, Briggs has come in on set point in a ton of matches, or a ton of sets and a ton of matches for them. Here comes the superstar right now. Well, she deserves Look, she deserves all of the airtime. I know. We should probably. All of the airtime. It is full on. It, it, look, it's a Maggie Cartwright bio at this, point, at this moment because of what was done what was done here first of all maggie congratulations listen you've got to be thrilled to be to show patience trust and being a great teammate and then stepping up in a moment like this and having a game well done thank you (laughs) thank you guys (laughs) well done so again you get the nod and you put in the work because we we kind of heard whispers that maybe maybe it's maggie time but you get the call and then you take the floor. What's going through your head at the pro level? <laughs> like, you're a professional <laughs> now, and in the biggest moment of your life called, what were you thinking? Um, I mean, I can't lie. It's crazy to think that I was in college uh, two months ago-ish. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've, I kind of went out there, and I knew my teammates had my back, and I knew that they had confidence in whoever went out there, and they chose me to go out there, and uh, – I just wanted to perform for them, and seeing Jill on the other side of the net might have put a little fire under me. Yeah. <laughs> I know uh, she was getting kind of fiery, too. So I think just knowing my team trusted me, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go in there and, and rip it, you know. I practice with them every single day, so why not? How big is it to have Coach Bird trust you? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. We, I think we have a cool relationship. Like, we joke around with each other all the time. We're always poking each other's buttons. Um, but when it comes to game time, it's, it, it's pretty cool when she called my name. And I was like, I know, like, we're cool and we have that friendship. But also, she's like, it's game time. And um, I knew that she trusted me to go do my job. And I was like, well, if she trusts me, everyone else trusts me. Like, why the heck can't I, you know? What's, so. this, what's this experience been like? As you said, two months ago, it's a different life in a different world. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the road as a professional. And watching this team grow in this league, mm-hmm. right, to have a crowd on a Sunday afternoon in Orlando, Florida, show up to watch yeah. the best vo- women's volleyball in the, in, the, in the country. What's that do? What's that say to you? It's awesome. Honestly, a few years ago, I, I wouldn't have ever imagined anything like this. You know, I didn't know what I was going to be doing a few years back, a few months back. Um, But just to go to these games and have the crowds that these teams have, and especially at Omaha, too, it's it's cool. It's fun to bring a ton of group of people from random 
states and random cities throughout America to come watch volleyball. And even we're in the hotels and they're like, oh, what do you guys do? And we're like professional volleyball. And they're like, that's in the United States. And we're like, come to the game. And it's cool to see that people enjoy watching us play because I know we all enjoy playing for these people. And we just, we just want it to keep growing and we want people to enjoy watching us and, you know, hopefully inspire kids, younger generations to do what we're doing. Coach Saunders? I mean, you are. Look at these lines to get like you guys have ridiculous lines with 12 like 12,000 people at your games obviously now Orlando has like every person in line to get their autographs like you are inspiring kids and it's so fun to see but what I really want to know is have you always picked people up I don't remember (laughs) you picking people up in Lincoln like I, I watched you play your last college game like you're a really good volleyball player but I don't remember you picking people up when did this start I okay in college my setter she's she's smaller and anytime she she's a fiery little ant and I'd just pick her up and even Jill she would get blocks and I'd pick her up so Nazi was she you know Nazi was so fi- easy yeah I'm like you're tiny Tori got a block I was like I, I stopped picking people up over six feet. <laughs> I, go, I, just <laughs> I was waiting for you to pick Tori up. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, quitter? What are you doing? <laughs> In practice. We'll have to practice Yeah, it. practice that. That'd be awesome. No, I mean, it was so much fun because, like, obviously, like, I've seen you in practice. I know what you're capable of. And you got moved from, like, the, you know, the non-active practice roster to the active roster, which is already a huge compliment. Um, but then to have an opportunity to go against your former teammate. Were there some eyes at the beginning? Maybe just a little bit? No, uh, we felt the energy, I would say. <laughs> For sure, because, like, you yeah. would get a block, and then she'd want to blast you back. Yeah, and <laughs> she got that block, and I was like, you know, that's my it's my teammate at the same time, but I was like, dang, <laughs> I got to get that one through, so. There was a little bit of fun, fun there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming you had a ton of fun playing at Arkansas. You had a phenomenal career there. Now you carried over in your pro debut, and I don't know if you've even seen your numbers, but, like, no. you had, like, 28 swings you had 10 kills you hit 250 which is fantastic at this level i mean you had a heck of a game thank you as a whole um go back to your career right you've had an illustrious career for through like your club days your high school days all that i love asking people who's your favorite coach and why like what did they provide to you i mean honestly i've had i've had a good amount of coaches and i've always enjoyed my high school coaches so no hate to them, but I think Jason Watson and Macy at Arkansas, they were great. Coach Suze, they were great. I mean, just that whole staff. We've had people rotating in and out, and I think, like, my ride or die has been Jason and Macy. And it's just Jason took Jill and I our freshman year, and we're like, what the heck are we doing? And he's like, I'm going to let you guys run with it. And I think he's had confidence in us since day one, and he's had confidence in me, and I think – just how that gym was ran has really, I, I feel prepared. I felt prepared for this. I, you know, going from college to pro is, there's a difference, but I think, I mean, those coaches always have my back. And like to this day, I'll still call them, I'll still contact them. And just knowing that they're a support no matter what, I think they truly got us to this point. It's funny because, like, you, as a coach, right, like, you know, there's so many ways you can impact lives, but the number one, the number one answer is always trust, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as my coaches show that they trust me and like yeah. give me the green light and they're going to run with me or whatever, that automatically, like, it triggers something in athletes and it, it like, empowers you, right, yeah. to do your job in an exceptional way and and you did it tonight, so he did a great job. <laughs> Coach Susie came from K-State. You yeah. only had one year with her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what did she bring to the Arkansas program? That Did that help you get to where you made it to the regional final? Absolutely. I mean, she 
I love Sue. She's so headstrong, and I would say I'm pretty headstrong too. So when she came in, I was like, I don't know if I like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but she she just kept grinding with it, and uh, we slowly developed a great relationship. And after that, I think blocking and just defense just shot through the roof. There's obviously, I think blocking is one of the hardest skills being a right side. Um, it's tough blocking great outsides. I mean, you saw Jill, you saw Adora. I think they're great outsides, and that's tough. And Susie being in our gym at Arkansas, I think our blocking improved significantly. And she also just brought, brought that fire where you're like, I'm not going to complain today. I'm not going to be like, oh, why me? It's just like, hey, dig the ball then. Like, just do it. Right. And so she brought that, and, and I think a lot of us enjoyed that fierce competitive competitiveness that she brought yeah she's so that i can't believe you said blocking for her and i, <laughs> I hope know. to god she's listening to this because <laughs> my favorite Susie fritz quote was blocking is like are like blocks are like birthdays we celebrate them when they happen but we're not gonna spend a lot of time on them yeah. like and i looked at her and i'm like you know you're kind of right on that but this game was a game of a lot of blocks mm -hmm. right so do you think that in the in the as the match went on, do you feel like your guys' block got stronger? Because I felt like Orlando really won the battle at the net. Yeah. And if so, why? I think I think we struggled a little bit offensively. Nothing crazy. They were doing a good job. And obviously, we've played each other already. So I think we we're this whole league is adapting. You know, we all know each other um, and who are playing on the other side of the net. So I think they did a good job. They adapted well, and they got some good blocks. I think... For us, I think we got some good blocks. We got some good touches. And I know the stuff blocks that are straight down are super, like, fancy and great. But I think we do a good job at just, you know, grinding out on our defense. I think we got good touches. Um, you know, we have two, uh, AZ and Jill, they jump high. And I think that's hard to adapt to as a blocker. And I think we slowly kind of got into it and got out of it. But overall, I think we got the touches that we needed to. And we've got great defenders to back us up no matter what. Okay. Maggie, you, again, fantastic <laughs> performance. Congratulations. It is time for you to go celebrate with your teammates. <laughs> an impressive win, a gritty win, and an incredible performance. Thank you. Job well done. Thank you guys so much. We'll throw it to break. You're listening to DP. Coach Renee Saunders, that was Maggie Cartwright. Player of the game. It's not even a question who the player of the game is uh, in the post game. We'll throw it to break when we come back. Uh, Coach Bird is due up. Uh, the Supernovas win it. Three sets to one. We'll be right back to the Supernovas Radio Network. Omaha Supernovas postgame show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Welcome back to the Next Ag Appraisal and Realty postgame show here in sunny Orlando, Florida, where the Omaha Supernovas just took down the Orlando Valkyries in four sets. We are joined right now by the coach, the head coach, Laura Bird-Coon. Coach, what a fantastic win. Well, it was, not wasn't it, guys? It always feels better on the road. I mean, it was not pretty, but we figured it out. Figured out a way to win. Got things done. That first set was a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a run there going yeah. into the 30s again. What is with you guys and going into the 30s just playing extra volleyball? We like to make it entertaining is what we like to do. It was crazy. I love free volleyball. So, like, the more you play, the more, like, <laughs> I'm cool with she it. She loves free volleyball. But I, sitting, I love over here. long rallies. I love, you know, extra points. Like, I just said that it's in fun. press. I said what people don't realize is how 
some of those rallies are like sick, like high they're level, awesome. like the defense. That's not like a normal play, and it's like, oh, the rally's still going, and it's probably some of the best defense that you'll see. Speaking of defense, talk about a huge difference maker. Like, it was like back-to-back plays. Vujkova was serving. Yes. Has a great dig on a one attack. Yes. You guys win it in transition. Very next play, you've got... Oh, look, you're on TV now. I wondered if we were on Yeah, video. you are, but you... There you go. But then right after that, Brooke has a great dig. Like, the my probably one of my favorite parts of volleyball is the transition from defense to offense, right? The yes. transition and game is when they so get much kills fun. down the line, the transition to a line. It's duh. fantastic. got her back in it in the four set. It, 100%. Yes. But that's what... Why was that missing in set one and two so much? Like, what, what, what did you have to do to turn that on in them in set three and four? I think the locations of the sets. Like, it was pretty wide, some of those were. I feel like I want to talk to you guys and have this right here. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was just the, the sets were a little wide because she kept she hit like in that set three she hit like two or three of them in the pin and I'm like okay so the, just the little adjustments like that. Um, but we also flipped our middles. We flipped the pins and the middles after that break because we needed a different matchup. They were just keying on everything we were doing. What went into the decision to bring Maggie in and how I guess early in these last few days did you have a feeling that you might be bringing her into a match at some point we got her in a couple of the sets when we played yesterday at practice but we kind of talked about it we talked about getting her in when we played orlando back at home and jess was like solid the first set and then kind of like everybody when we made those flips and then we were like let's just go maggie because it's you go back and forth like start the starters then put the subs in or just make the flip so we just made the flip because we just wanted to get a spark. We wanted to get see what she had, and I told Jess be ready, you know. And that's the thing about our bench. They're always ready. They're, like, so locked in. What do I need to do? Okay, what do I need to do? Because she knew. I mean, I'm like, we need to expose the line. You know, like, you just talk to them. But that's what I appreciate about our team and our depth. That's never a negative vibe. It's like, okay, what should I do? What do I need to do? And that's what is so special about this team. But, like, you look at the – that opportunity, right? Maggie comes in and, like, t absolutely takes advantage of an opportunity and, like, changes the match. Yes. So as a coach, knowing that you have a grinding long season, yep. that's got to give you a little bit of, like, hey, like, if we need to rest Jess's arm and her legs, we can just put Maggie in. Yes. So it gives you more, like, confidence and flexibility, you know. But then then here's the real question is how do you decide well, yeah, who you go with when they're well, both really good? That's the problem you always want as a coach, right? It's like, a good make problem us make to have. a decision. It's the same with Maeve. She played great. She played great for us, and it's like you want to keep going to them. You want to keep you want to keep everyone's like competition up, um, and so that's that is that's a, it's a decision that now we have that we have to make. And how do you make it though? Like how do you make it? Like what makes uh, match you matchups? Match so it'll be matchups. It'll be maybe just like a vibe of the game, like when to do it, the timing of it. Uh, but it typically will be a matchup. Like we knew this was going to be a different match than when we played them at home because they had they were healthy they had everyone back so well we knew Teeler was going to be here and then she cut her hand at the end there yeah wild. it was an interesting like it was same but different right like the yeah. difference was there were some different people on the floor but the result was still the same yes and yeah. actually the type of match it was was still the same yeah which I thought would be way different down here. Agree. I thought it was going to be different. Agree. But I was. I had a different expectation, but then that second set, they were so on in their block and everything mm -hmm. else. Um, 
What are some things that we can work on? Because obviously this league is filled with big blockers. What are some things we can do to make our hitters more successful against these big blocks? Well, I talked to Nazi about it. So they were, I'm like, well, inevitably they see the same stats that we see. So they knew who was hot in each rotation. And we, you want to keep doing what you're doing until they stop it. Well, they stopped it. And so we just need to be, recognize it sooner when it's happening and then either move like they keyed on Jess. She was like in Fuego from both pins in row one and then in on the right in row two, we were going to her. So it's just knowing, okay, she they're like going. So like reading the block sooner, just making those adjustments in game. So it's just in game awareness. Mm -hmm. I get my question for you was going to be kind of I mean you kind of already asked it for me but Sorry. uh just the, the difference in the team for Orlando having Adora Nye back in this matchup when she didn't play up in Omaha mm -hmm. like what was the difference what were you going knowing that she was more than likely going to play in this one mm -hmm. what was I guess the key to to you know dealing with her Well we adjusted our defense and we adjusted out of it then we she started hitting more cross we thought they were going to go line way more and by the end in those last couple of timeouts when they were taking timeouts I was like take cross dig line like make them hit line at this point because they started getting us cross so it's that stuff it's like making those adjustments based on the game because this match was not what we expected obviously our game plan so then you got to adjust out of it and I kept talking to Kendall about just digging cross and not worrying about her going sharp because you would see it mm -hmm. like they weren't in system enough to even like get that so she kept going deep cross so just that stuff I mean and but the thing that I appreciate about coaching this team is they see it and feel it too. They're playing the game, so you can, like, have a dial. It's an ongoing dialogue with them. But We're actually, set one, that one up. second. We're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. Okay. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the Internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Their game plan was to go line. Yes. And then Naughty blocked the crap yeah, out of them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, go, little girl, go. She that was, was so awesome. fired up. But that's what changed their game plan. Yeah. Was her? She actually had a presence at the net where you would, like, assume you could hit over her. Right. It's kind of like the same. I think people assume they can hit over Gillen. Yep. Right? And, and they can't. So I think Naughty set that up. How is that little spitfire so good playing at the net? It's her attitude. But she did jump in the net. A couple times. times. And I love when they're like, I don't know, what what was it? And I just look over at the ref and I'm like, because they can't feel it, mm -hmm. so it's got to be your arm. Well, the one was her arm, but it was her body most of the time because she's flying. Yeah. yeah. She's hysterical. She's all over the place. She's hysterical. <laughs> she's I thought she was going to, like, explode when we won that first set and she got a block and all that. She was oh, so excited. Like, and it yeah. went all the way over in that corner? Yes. That was awesome. I was like, let's go. Make a statement naughty. Yeah. Yeah. They're They're fun. I mean, they're fun. Your turn. I, look, you're, you're going great. I've, you're on fire right now. I, you know, I just, I'm so happy they came up with a win. Like, yes. Columbus, like, watching on TV was so mm -hmm. frustrating. And, mm -hmm. like, you never know what the vibe's going to be on your next game and, like, what they did. And I thought that their, um, how they responded in set three said a lot about their character. Yep. You know, and sometimes that youth, i.e. Maggie, putting her in brings that extra energy then everybody gains confidence and i think that then brooke brooke was hitting negative in the first couple sets so her yep. her getting going a little bit helped and it's weird how it snowballs right yeah. like it's it's a snowball effect and so it was super fun watching them respond well after really getting smoked in the second set yeah. and literally nothing going our way um what's next so we head home and then we hit the road again we go to atlanta 
And so b the biggest thing now is the recovery and making sure that we keep everyone healthy. Yes, we're competing. Yes, we're in a good spot. But like now it's like keeping everyone, I keep the word endurance. It's like an endurance mm -hmm. game for us. And it's recovery, recovery, recovery. <laughs> so we can be fresh when we go to Atlanta. But that's literally a, a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. And you haven't seen Atlanta since the first game no, of the year. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. Things have changed. One last question before we get out of here. With this longer road trip, we've mm -hmm. been on the road for quite some time. There have been matches in the Pro Volleyball Federation just about every night. Were you able to catch any of those back yeah. in the hotel? Are you watching yep. any of those? San Diego gets their first win of the mm -hmm. season. Everybody in the league has a win now. Yeah. Can that like how does that speak to the 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 depth of this league right now? Because they took out the number one team. They took out Grand Rapids. Yep. So, and that's I think you're going to continue to see that. That's why the PVF it's going to be competitive. I mean, it was like a cannonball into the season. It's not like we got to train these teams very long. And now you're going to see the impact of, like, getting to train and compete and play against the opponents. Everyone's going to be good. Every team is going to be good because every team has good players. And so now it's going to be an evolution of, like, the endurance of it. Who can stay healthy? Who can, you know, continue to adapt and adjust as you go through the season? Uh, and, yeah went on the road because we, I think, went on the road more than we went at home at this point. Currently, but that's going to change. That's okay. Road we Warriors. Got that's that's going to do it for the next Ag Appraisal and Realty postgame show here in sunny Orlando. Next time we talk to you, we will be in beautiful Atlanta with the Supernovas taking on the vibe. Adios from the Supernovas Radio Network.